Hey everybody, welcome to Tatva Tuesday. Uh, this is The Conduit, Lindsay Warwick on YouTube and Spotify, soon to be Apple Podcasts when I figure that out. Um, it's been a couple weeks since I've had a podcast guest, so I'm super excited to introduce Dr. Veronica Collings. She's a doctor of natural health. Um, I've had the pleasure of um, experiencing her work um, and I'm just really glad that you're, that you agreed to do this. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate the opportunity actually, because in the back of my mind for quite a while, becoming more internet savvy and more social media responsive to my patients and to just the world that functions virtually virtual, um, I thought it would be a good opportunity to get my feet wet. Yeah, definitely. This is a great opportunity. And I feel like that's part of my life's purpose. I know you've also experienced my energy work. And I think that that's part of my calling is to like push people into where they're supposed to be. And oftentimes that can be a little bit uncomfortable, right? Like doing something brand new, but that's kind of how we grow and learn and, and, and all the things. So Tapa Tuesday is a spiritual interview series where I interview guests with all different types of backgrounds spiritually and, you know, what they do in their career. And I thought that you would be a really amazing guest just because I believe in you. And so we'll start with your spiritual journey. That's pretty much kind of how I get these rolling. Um, you know, I just ask what has been your spiritual journey? And we will go from there. So, so this is a light I, question. <laughs> great question. I had the opportunity to see a few of your other guests go through it. And I'm thinking, wow, we really are all the same. So yeah. pretty much if you take everybody that you've done, you know, all the all the uh, athletes that have recovered, and then they went to all the different methods and the pretty much touched on the 100,000 different religions. I just learned yesterday that there are over 100 thousand ways to view the world wow and not any isn't that crazy and not any mm -hmm. one of them has ever made any difference so here's like the scary part here's where my spiritual journey has taken me to the realization that this world cannot be saved this world cannot be changed and it can never make us happy because this is not where we live this piece of meat we're walking around with is not who sack. we are the meat sack is not who we are and the way to real realization I'm narrowing my you know 60 years of doing this really quicker is to realize that who we really are is just one of those little parts of god and as soon as we go home to that reality not this virtual reality that we call this planet that we created People go, oh my God, God must be awful. Look at all this mess. I'm like, no, no, no. See, God created us. We made this mess. This is all on us. So if we don't like it, let it go and we can go home. So anyway, uh, my perspective now is a perspective from A Course in Miracles. You may have heard of that. Yeah, uh, it is not a very, very widely subscribed to method of enlightenment. And there's probably a hundred thousand more ways to get there. So I'm not saying, oh, you got to do that, you know, my way, anybody. Um, but the Course in Miracles seems to be my shortcut uh, after all the other zillion things I've done over the years. Um, and uh, perspective is a perspective that I can 
live with, not struggle with. And um, I mean by that is that it satisfies my mind and my heart and my spiritual self. And it all comes together. Pretty much everything else I've always done. Yeah, but... Mm. You know, like everything else had a yeah, but you know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Because like I know you like you feel through. it, it resonates, but not in entirety. Right. So this thing makes total sense to me. And the, uh, just a quick analog if anybody's seen the movie The Matrix, and I think most people have seen The Matrix. Have you seen We're the in Matrix? The Matrix. <laughs> exactly. We're in The Matrix, but it's a sl- little bit different. It's a little bit different than the movie because the reality home with god the reality is good the matrix is the caca so that's my whole spiel right there all right and what i do you know and i do stuff i do stuff to not forget as much every day and by the way i forget hundreds of times a day but that this is not real and that i'm just living in a motion picture i forget that and i take it seriously a lot uh but the things that i do you know like the doing things i do transcendental meditation i've been doing that since i'm 19 and i still swear by it yeah, uh, I find it really centering. I'd rather go out without breakfast and without my five to 15 minutes of PM, depending on what the spirit calls. I do yoga, which I find for this older body to be the perfect medium to keep me young. And to keep me, you know, I want to stay here as long as I can possible. So when I die, I will have done as much of the work as possible. So I don't have to do it 500 million thousand more times. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm not that attached to this world. I'm attached to getting the hell out. So the closer I get to a realization, I feel the closer it'll be before I be able to enable that. So if you have a meat sack, it's constantly dragging you down. Does it hurts? Does it bloated? Does it fat? You can't focus on what really matters because you're focused on your meat sack. And one of the things that I do is in my work is alleviate meat sack load so people can move forward into the real purpose here. That's on me. You know, this is my opinion. I could be completely fooled. And the other thing I know for sure is I know nothing. So everything that's coming out of my mouth could be completely wrong. I'm perfectly okay with that. This is just how I'm living now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not attached to the outcome of my words. In fact, to go to one of the many other theories in, in Taoism, it says opinions for or against for a disease of the mind. So, you know, you can just take this or leave it like I take it or leave it. But these are things I do. So I do my TM, I do yoga every other day. And I do work out at the gym with weights because as you get older, if you lose muscle mass, the meat sack, it's very unhappy. Yeah. And the muscle, at the older you get, the more important muscle mass is. And I do a prayer healing using Master John Douglas Angels. And that, I believe, is like my gift to the world every morning before I do my other gift. And, uh, you know, very much a believer of what goes round comes round. And uh, I'm here to serve. I had a recollection when I did the S training in 1982 of my contract into this life. By the way, I came in here kicking and screaming. I was in, My mother was in labor for 48 hours, poor woman. 48 hours. Oh my God. I'm telling you, when I did neuroemotional technique on that, when a, you know, a doctor did it on me, I actually had a recollection in the womb, not wanting to come out. Oh yeah. That seems, there's photos of me as a baby and I'm just like, why the fuck am I here? Like my face Uh is like, 
My mom, they called me mellow yellow. My mom said <laughs> she would have to wake me up to feed me, like to live. <laughs> like I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to be here again. Um, and you, God, you've already said so many things and my mind is, I'm excited. We're all the same. Lindsay, we're the same. We're we the are same. the same. You're, we're the same. We're I know we talked about this. You're me later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're the same. And it's not just you and I. We're all the same, experiencing it slightly with a different script. You, know, you write your script, you come in and you do your script and sayonara. But anyway, my uh, contract said that I was here to serve you know, in, in, the, in, the, in what I finally came around to doing, what, what I'm doing now, uh, uh, Doctor of Natural Health and the Low Force Chiropractic and all the other little woo-woo techniques that I do. I'm very happy and grateful that I have that because I really feel that that's one of the things that I did right. And I can tell you the list of the things that I did wrong, embarrassingly long, woo up this arm, down this arm. I can probably use the legs too. Lots of wrong stuff. But this was this is the right stuff, which is why I have a love for it, uh, a passion for it. And this is why people do come to me because they know there's something there and it's different for everybody. Yeah. So I want to kind of dive into some of the things that you've already mentioned. You okay. mentioned the Course in Miracles, which I own. Mm -hmm. And if, if y'all out there watching or listening, the book is this thick. And I have to ask, have you read the whole book? Yes, I have. What? First of all, wait, 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 you have to get something. But you're not, you're not gonna, you're gonna laugh because this is you again. This is us again. This okay, is so us. Hey, you ready to take it? I came prepared for you, Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna take a 30 year leap now and see yourself 30 years from now. So <laughs> that book was given to me in 1978, <laughs> which was like maybe like a year after it was published, okay? Mm -hmm. It sat virtually untouched. So here's how I got it. So I went to visit some friends in uh, Pennsylvania out in the Goonies. And so I had it on their coffee table. They had ACI, The Course of Miracles, the blue book in the coffee table. And then I opened it up and I, you know, like peruse and I'm looking at a couple of things and I go, oh, that's interesting. And I closed it and I said, I'll do that someday. Uh -huh. It was like, whoa, kind of heady. Someday so turned out being like 30 years later because it was not till 2004. Was It might even be later than that. I have the book I can let. It could have been later than that. I actually started doing it. And how I did it, it's miraculous again. A patient of mine gave me The Disappearance of the Universe, which is a book by Gary Renard. Hmm. Um, Disappearance of the Universe is a great primer the Course in Miracles. It enabled me, I read the, the Disappearance of the Universe, that it enabled me to do the course. Had I not read that book, that book would probably still be unopened in my bookcase, if not gone by now. So great primer. And uh, he really made a lot of things, you know, the, the process easier. So yes, yeah, so the course is broken down in a lot of parts. First of all, there's the textbook, mm -hmm. uh, which is really heady. I did not start with the textbook. I started with the work. And it says, and of course, start wherever the spirit moves you, you know, work, work on daily lessons. I found that way more manageable and it's supposed to take a year. It took me four to get yeah. through a year. Okay. The work so it are those matter. daily lessons. Say again. 
They're the workbook. lessons, right? Yeah. Yes. The workbook are the daily lessons. So you do, you, it took me four years to get through a year's worth of daily lessons. Same, you know, uh, and you're not supposed to do more than one a day, but I guess I didn't get more than one every four days. <laughs> but in any way, anyway, that's how long it took me. And then I started reading the text after that, you know, a little bit of time. And the te- once you did the workbook, the text is very much more consumable. Let me put it to that way, much more intelligent. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, I have the book, and like you, I've opened it like your former <laughs> self. I've opened it and gone, "Ooh, put it down." That's exactly. Yep, yep, yep. That was. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, <laughs> very overwhelmed by pre- p- touching that book, yes. but it's been coming into my realm at, very frequently. Even just recently, I was speaking with Gwen, our friend Gwen, and uh-huh. she sent me a photo of the books that she's reading, and I'm I own all of them. Have I read all of them? No. But she recently told me about the Return to Love, a course of miracles. Yes, Marian Williamson's book. And so yeah, I bought good. that. So I'm like circulating. I love. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love. You're circling the wagons. Cir- you're circling the, the wagons. <laughs> and I just want to, you know, dive into a course in miracles. It's just sometimes, yeah, like you said earlier, this motion picture that we have cre- that we are creating, right? I take it too seriously. Sometimes I take myself too seriously. Sometimes I tell myself that I don't have enough time, which is bullshit because time isn't even real. I'm trying to learn how to bend time. I tell this to my coworkers all the time. I'm really trying to learn that. But I think that just having you on here and you read it and just it keeps circulating me that this I'm circulating. I'm circulating you too, I guess. Just start doing it. Just start doing it. Like the Yoda quote, uh, like do do or do not, there is no try. You just do it, you know? So that's what I think I need to do. Very, very cool. Um, I mean, you pretty much have discussed your spiritual journey and where you're at. Do you have one conception of God or source? Like, what is that to you? Um, More stuff of the world that I let go of, the more God appears in my life. So it's like super little things and super huge things. I mean, uh, you know, my prayers in the morning now are pretty simple. I, I wake up and I ask, I ask, I, I, don't, I say the Holy Spirit, but I don't care what you use. You know, it doesn't matter. Whatever, universal I care about what yeah. you use. That's why right. my word, I, I use exactly. the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit because I like it. Uh, I don't, there's no significance to it, but I wake up and the very first thing I say when my eyes are open, I say, to get the kind of day I want, I will turn it all over to you. Because anytime I interfere, haka happens. So I know this, this ego mind, this ego mind is the mind that has created this world. And if you haven't noticed, we're in a shit storm at the moment. Mm. I've been for at least to like the last 10,000 years of history I know of. So yeah, pardon the French, by the way. I heard the other day in one of the podcasts, you said French was well-spoken in your it's podcast. It's very so. well-spoken here. <laughs> I don't care. I don't believe that it makes me less of a woman, less of a lady, less educated, less loved by God. God fucking loves me no matter what I say. Yes, he does. Absolutely. And uh, so I start by turning it over. And when 
I feel bad. And believe me, this still happens. Sometimes I forget this whole thing. I'm telling you when it's a good. When I feel bad, I say, hmm, I must have made a bad decision. Because if my decision was with the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't be feeling this. So I right. say, I forget that question. I forgot what to decide. Holy Spirit, you decide. And I just start over. Hmm. Yeah, I start over and I say, you tell me. And you know what? I usually get a message. I mean, I really... And I've been so, especially lately. So basically, the more I let go, the more I let go, the more God comes in. So that's, does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. And another synchronistic moment. I have this daily teaching, The Secret, on my desk. Oh, yeah. I today, love that one. I want to read today because we're recording. It's Monday night. We're recording and I want to read this. It says, okay. the current state of our planet is just a mirror of humanity's mind's and mass. The disharmony yes. you see on our planet is a reflection of the disharmony inside human beings. The link between our planet and humanity is a connection that cannot be broken. The world will change and our planet will change as each human being changes inside. One human being inspires many others and the many others inspire thousands, the thousands inspire millions, the millions inspire billions. And that's how we bring harmony to planet earth. And I just got chills because of what you said. Absolutely. That's how it's done. It's, and you know what? Here's the better part. It doesn't have to be everybody because there is a phenomenon, phenomena. I forget the actual name of the phenomena. You can think of it as resonance. And enough, you know, like that, like the hundredth monkey is how it used to be explained back in my day. But I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, once enough people start to make a shift, everybody else just by osmosis sort of comes along. They the don't vibration. Even have to, yes, the vibration goes up and everybody comes along. But the realization is really that this doesn't really exist anyway. And when you realize that this doesn't really exist, you can let it go and just go home to God. And believe me, God does not make mistakes. It's good up there. For God here, does for not it. make mistakes. So that's this is why we can't blame God for this world. Absolutely or, not. It's humanity. It's ego, like you mentioned before, the ego. It's ego, really. It's 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 ego. You're either thinking with your ego, or you're thinking with the correct mind of God, and your heart space too. That frequency yeah. of God can flow. Yeah, you know, I found recently that in moments of confusion or just things that I brought upon myself, I try to sit and breathe and just bring it back to love, bring it back to love. What would love do? Because this is some fear, ego, bullshit talking. That's not even real and let it That's go. So true. And then I also realized the less I focus on something in a negative sense, because that's kind of where I was coming from for this little segment here is it goes away i just don't focus on it bye you know and then we focus that's the law of attraction that's the secret book you have right there yeah i've been that's really exactly honing my skills really honing my skills and you know cultivating and healing relationships and healing things within myself by utilizing those techniques which it, i'm 34 years old and it's taken me a long time to sit back and say wait, I can be in control of this emotion. I have to change my thought and then everything else follows suit. And I used to think I was so powerless, but I'm not, we're not, we are powerful beings. We are this like is the only sense. thing. This is the only thing there is. Yeah. And it, it, that mind, that thought 
is the only thing there is. Everything else just follows. Exactly. And I like what you said before that we're all aspects of God. I always say that we're all aspects of God. So even when someone's really pissing me off or really hurting me, I have to sit, take a step back and realize, well, they're also an aspect of God. And they're also on their journey because I had a shamanic mentorship class last week. Uh, I, I think I've talked to you about this. I'm on the Rose Priestess path and she was defining the levels of ascension. So, um, and what we need to do to get to each level and the majority of the first levels, uh, are clearing karma. (laughs) So you're attracting all these like players to you, to your movie, and you are acting it out so you can ascend and move into a, a higher consciousness. So I think you said something that really reminded me of, I think we were talking about books and whatnot. And it just, my book just came because my uh, shamanic rose priestess mentor um, referred me to read this book, the seven sacred flames, but it's like a codex and you read the, you read, you call on the sacred flames every day. And that calls your karma to you to clear and ascend and do, do, do play the levels. <laughs> so the yeah. other thing, the other thing that I learned that I can use again, I don't do this all the time. Listen, as I sound terrific here, you just remember, this is very intermittent, you know? It's and like also, I, I, keep, I don't know I shit keep, either. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just, just remember that one. Just remember, that's rule number one. I don't know. The okay. more I know, the less I know. The more I experience, <laughs> the less I know. More you, Yeah, and it's great that way. But one thing I notice, like, when I'm really in it, two things, two tricks that I use. These are, like, little tricks. So like, let's say I'm on the road and someone just cut me off or whatever. And you want to like purse and give them the finger and everything. If instead you send them love, just say, you don't have to like even feel it. You just say, just mouth words. I love you. It poofs. It's like the weirdest thing. Just poofs. The whole thing just goes away. You cannot sustain that anger when the word love comes out of your mouth. So keep that in mind because that's a really I'm going to try it. Try it, try it. Because road rage is a thing for me. Say again? I do get angry behind the wheel sometimes. Yep. And anytime you get angry. And uh, it's really an easy thing because you don't have to feel it. You don't have to think. You just mouth it. Just let the words come out of your mouth. And if you're just waking, and if you're having one of those days, just say I love you to everything and everybody. It's like, you know, you don't have to say it out loud. You know, you're driving or you're walking by and just think I love you. I love you. I love you. The weirdest thing happens. It clears so much. And the other thing, when you're really deeply in it, like the spouse, you know, like the real, real relationships that we have chosen to really do at refining that stone, like what is it put that a machine that they put the stones in to, to smooth them out, you know, to smooth the crystals? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm talking about? It yeah. Beats, I can't think of the name of it, but it beats them together and then they get smooth. Those are our deepest relationships are there for that. They're the hardest, of course, because they're the ones that bring up all the stuff. Mm. For those, when you have it together, which is rare in my case, but you know, if I can look at what's pissing me off at the moment and I can say, what about that person? Do I love? No. Is reminding me of what I don't like about myself. Oh, yeah. The mirror. Everybody is a mirror. mirror. Yeah. A mirror. If you look about, obviously, you're always going to go, what I love. That's pre, you know, that, that'll end it all at the end. But if you forget the lesson, 
to get the lesson of that instant. If you can shift and ask yourself, what am I seeing here this about, about me that I don't like about me? Hmm. And yeah, and that comes up, then it's then then it's game over because you have learned that 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 won't have to show up again. That bit of karma taken care of right there. That's my experience. And again, you know, rule number one, right? Yeah. Yeah, rule number one. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and I've healed a lot of my shit by doing that. And I, I, what I was thinking of going to the love is if you're having a tumultuous time with somebody, um, I've written down, um, this is from the secret as well. You take 10 things that you're grateful for about, let's say the situation is really shitty, but you try to find 10 things that you're grateful for. Like, I'm grateful that this person helped me figure out my self-worth. I'm grateful this person helped me speak my truth. I'm grateful this person showed me how to stand in my power, that sort of thing. And it totally, like you said, like that love you vibration instead of fuck you, that love you vibration, just, it just shifts it. It's so awesome. powerful. It's awesome. Now, sometimes when I'm like really in the shitter, I'll just be grateful for a flushing toilet. That was supposed to be a pun, but I mean, really, you know, you know, those people don't have flushing toilets, right? There's people that be in a hole in a pen. That's true, actually. Yeah, there's no, it's always something true. to be grateful for. I'm telling you, and it does not have to be a big thing. No. And that, that thought of attitude alone is also a good shift. When you read The Secret, which you have there, she talks about having secret shifters. So that it's something, like if you're really in the you think about this one sh- secret shifter. If you think of something positive for one minute... It's not really a long time. It'll it has to shift your vibration from negativity to positive. It just has to do it. So I remember when I did the secret, I like five, and I and back then, I don't know how long ago that was? I had index cards. Oh yes, on paper. Yes, that's right. Piece of paper and a little card, and I kept it in my wallet. And I, I had my I'm telling you, I had it in my shifters. My first shifter. You want to know what it is? This is real private. What? I used to, when I was nursing my son, when I was nursing my son, was the most love in this earth that I ever felt. Aww. And, and I, I want you to know, I nursed a kid for two years, okay? Now, my kid is older than you. Hello. Is he? And, <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Very handsome, too. And <laughs> at that age, has never been to a medical doctor. You hear what I said? The only time, and I that's not exactly true. He broke his hand one time, tripping on a tile. I got an x-ray. I didn't like it. So I had him go to the hand specialist. It was not, everything was fine. He didn't even need a cast. But I just wanted to make sure that that little wasn't something weird. Natural health. No vaccinations. I want to make that very clear. That is... One of the major reasons the 78 shots that our babies get now, not even counting the ones they get in the womb, because now they're shooting mothers who are pregnant. I know. The 78 injections of God knows what that our children are getting now. It's not an accident that we have lost, when I say we, I mean this country, 20 IQ points in the last 15 years. 
if you want, you know, if you look at children and they look stupid to you, guess what? They are a lot more yeah. stupid than you are. It's frightening. So natural health, even though it's, again, an illusion, it's just a meat sack. If you have to travel, if you have to be in the world, I'm not saying be of the world, but if you're in the world, you might as well travel lightly, travel with less encumbrances, travel, travel less sick, travel more like my son, not having to go to the medical doctor and getting blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's amazing that you kind of segued because my next question for you was, how did you get into holistic wellness? And you basically answered, you know, it's obviously it started with you nursing and, and that experience. Um, and, and that kind of, if you want to expand upon that, obviously you're welcome to, uh, I also am curious about what your favorite part of holistic wellness is and what is, what is one thing, not even one thing, it can be many things, but what are some key things that you want to convey to listeners or people that are watching this? Okay. So I'll back up a little bit. So I actually, Holy Spirit was actually telling me from very early, this was my path. And I just, you know, wasn't listening. I remember when my father had a stroke, he was very young because there was a familial blood disease that precipitated it. I ended up doing his physical therapy. Because we lived in New York at the time and he didn't drive. To get to a PT in Manhattan from Queens was more cumbersome than having a stroke. So he taught me how to do his physical therapy. I'm a teenager now. He recovered 100%. Now, let me tell you what that means. My father was a diamond setter. Very fine hand. You know, he wasn't, you know, taking cold. He was like, he was able to go back to work and be 100%. So he was completely paralyzed inside, you know, his arm mm-hmm. from that stroke. Um, so that was a hint. Ha ha, hint. Maybe I should do this. And then again, there were a few other instances where I had the opportunity. It's really weird. I was in the Greenwich Village. You know where that is in New York? Very famous yeah. back in the day before you were born. <laughs> um, and some guy literally passed out in his food. He was so drugged out or whatever he was. And we were eating in the same restaurant. And I got up and I resuscitated him mind i had no clue what the hell i was doing it's just you know the spirit just moved me to do that and um there were instances like that where i had the opportunity to just be told to be spied to go like maybe lady this is what you should be doing but um finally i finally got it um after certain uh, more paths but if i could convey one thing to people if your body is a barrier to being, doing, or having whatever your purpose is in this particular incarnation, fix it. Mm-hmm. Because it's no point in wasting this life playing with the meat sack when there's much bigger work to be done for yourself. And I'm not saying like we're going to fix it. There's no fixing this world. Remember, it's about getting out of here. And we get out of it here by it being perfect, right? Which is kind of like a dichotomy if you think about that, but so is everything else, a duality. Um, so find your path. Is it me? I don't know. I know I've had, I've been doing this for 27 years. I In Pennsylvania, I had 5,000 patients. I haven't counted here to here because I just started a very small, very relaxed retirement practice. Um, 
I do a whole bunch of different modalities. Uh, if you want to get my website, people can look it up. It says services we provide. I, I, my big thing is that the triangle for the for the meat sack, the triangle of health. You have mm -hmm. to have your structure correct. You have to have your chemistry correct. You have to have your emotions correct. And you notice I didn't do the spiritual part. That's going to be on you. You're going to pick your path. But, um, structure, chemistry, and emotions work together. And it's a triangle. And if one side of the triangle goes down, okay, so if you have a triangle, right? Mm -hmm. And one side of the triangle goes down, all goes down. Conversely, if you pick up one side of the triangle, all goes up. So we work with structure with you, a test. Or do we start with chemistry with you? A test. Or do we do neuroemotional technique with you? A test. Or do we do whatever? When I say I test, I use that electromagnetic field resonance testing, which you may have read about on the site. Mm -hmm. just a bi-digital O-ring test. And then I can find out what's right for you today and what's right for you right now versus, so I don't have any cookie cutter program at all for anybody. When you come into my office- Which is the you, way healthcare should be because we are all the same, but we are all, our meat sacks are different. Our meat sacks have different needs at different times. At different times. And you know, when I put people on, let's say, a nutritional protocol, let's say I put someone on uh, whole food supplements, which, by the way, are the only supplements in my book, in my belief system, are any good. The rest of them are just basically different kinds of drugs that are not drugs, you know, mm -hmm. chemical vitamins, which is, by the way, 95% of the vitamins out there are chemical vitamins, all made by two companies with different labels. So I don't care who you're buying it from. It's mostly just junk. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just more toxicity. So the name of the game for natural health is simple. Toxins out. Now that is a much bigger challenge in the 21st century than it was 100 years ago even. Right. And, re and real food in. And that's a real challenge, real food. Not, I can't believe how much time I spent looking for real food now, whereas you know, our great-grandparents, our great-grandmothers, you know what your great-grandmother called organic food? Food. Exactly. Because it was all organic back then. Because the and now we have to ask for it to be clean. Yeah. And then good Isn't luck getting it. Sad? No, it's just part of the it's it's the it's the part crisis of the matrix. du jour. It's the right. It's the crisis du jour. This is our crisis du jour. Okay. <laughs> and two, it's, it's no better or worse than any other crisis du jour. It's just the one we're dealing with now. But again, if you have to meet, move your meat sack around, there's some basic rules. You can't poison it. You have to stop poisoning meat sack and you have to give it real food take the toxins the poisons out and put real food in that's primary and your meat sack is made of between 75 to 95 percent water depending on where you look so if you're dehydrated hello and that by the way happens to be 75 percent of people and just to tell you how important this is your great-grandmother one in 90 people had cancer back then Right one now, in 90. One in 90 had cancer back then. Let me tell you what the statistic is right now. Not 20 years from now, not 100 years from now. Right now, one in two men, one in two men will have cancer, already do. And one in three women will have cancer. And cancer is so fantastic for the medical establishment because by the time they kill you, the chemo, radiation, and mutilation, they've made about $2.5 million on each person. By the time they've given you three rounds. And most people live through cancer three times. 
So that means every time they get to spend more money. So it's a great money maker. It ain't going anywhere because pharma is just making a bundle. Hey, pharma just made 200 billion, not pharma, just Pfizer. It just made 200 billion for the COVID shot. Oh, I wonder why you did not know that there was actually easy, inexpensive cures for COVID beforehand, because if any of those were revealed, they wouldn't they could not get an emergency use. Well, they couldn't get an emergency use authorization because the law read if there is any other way to fix this problem, you will not get an emergency use authorization for a vaccine or any other untested crazy ass modality. So, I mean, you have to really go to the basics, the basics of human health. And that's what I do. Yeah. For structure, I do the non-forced chiropractic, myofascial release. All the muscle work is the most important part, believe it or not. The myofascial release and trigger points. And for emotional component, I use neuroemotional technique. Which I don't know if we had a chance to do, but I love we that. We didn't technique. do that, but I would love to with you. Such a great technique. You go on the site, you can look it up. There's video on it, blah, blah, blah. Great technique because it's like this fast and clears up stuff. You're like, whoa. And then I give people instructions on how to do something you may have heard of, which you can learn on the internet now. Emotional freedom technique is a self-help system of emotional stuff. Neuroemotional technique is a practitioner-patient relationship, practitioner-client, whoever's providing. And, uh, but it's an amazing technique. So for structure, I use the non-force chiropractic and the myofascial and trigger point therapy. Chemistry, I use the electromagnetic field resonance test to find out what is appropriate for you. Do you need herbs? Do you need supplements? Do you need homeopathy? Do you need to balance your blood sugar? Do you need to eliminate allergens? And you know that that's a huge one because mm -hmm. uh, we went through that. So all of those questions get answered and we take whatever is your priority. Is your priority emotional, structural, chemical? I don't know. But I come in and we evaluate it. Mm -hmm. That's how I do it. That's what you asked me, right? Yeah, I did. I <laughs> asked you, um, yeah, about your holistic wellness practice, how you That's got it. into it, your favorite part, some things that you wanted listeners to know, which I think you really touched on that with those statistics that are very alarming. I, I hate to, you know, but I don't want to be necessary. negative, but people have to wake up if they're going to keep the meat sack around. They don't care. You know, it doesn't matter then, you know. And but what, what satisfies me the most, I had one of those patients today, um, is spectacular results. You are literally reading my mind. My next question was, can you recall a significant moment in your practice that you can share? And you're about to. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm really, really, really blessed because I, I have so many success stories. I forget them. I, I, I forgot. I have forgotten way, way more because every once in a while, a patient, you know, that I've moved away, a patient will messenger me or whatever. And they go, you remember when blah, blah, I had this problem. And it was actually, I don't remember, but thanks for reminding me. That was really a good win. And I've had so many successful ones like that. But then a lot of times they tell me, which is really one of my deepest joys, that not only have they gotten better, they shared what I taught them with somebody else. And that other person who I have never laid eyes on, haven't got a clue who the heck they are, they got better. So I'm thinking, you know, like that pebble in the water. The ripple effect. The ripple effect. So today I'm working with a lady. To answer your question. This was, this was memorable today. 
I'm working with a lady, I can't say any names, of course, um, who was being very resistant to giving up the gluten. That was her major allergen. And she had pretty much every symptom you could think of related to gluten. So I'm just wrapping up with her and trying to, you know, empower her to try this and that. Her She had a particular barrier at that moment that she had not found a bread that she really liked. It was gluten-free. So I sent her texts of the couple that my husband really liked. You know, he had not tried those. I mean, now it's so much easier now than it ever was. Because when I learned about gluten 23 years ago, there was like one loaf of bread and it tasted like, you know, cardboard. Now there's hundreds and hundreds of different everything. And, you know, so it's a lot easier now. But so anyway, that was going on. And then my next patient came in or came by. Just letting you know she was there. She was a little early. And I'm thinking, ding, 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 ding. This woman who's coming had the most amazing result of the gluten elimination. I'm going to say, let me see if she's willing to share. So I said, blah, blah, blah. Would you be willing to tell blah, blah, blah your experience? I wish I had a camera. She have seen this. She went on and on. She had more stuff than she had even told me. Not only had she gotten off like this lethal reflux medication, you went not the over-the-counter stuff you get, you know, the paralysis. This is like a thousand times stronger literally kills you i mean the side effects of this is that right off the top you lose three and a half years of life okay that's before yeah before all the side effects that's just like yeah not only did her symptoms completely 100 percent go away and she was able to go off all her drugs she lost a dress size all kinds of bloat she didn't have she went like this you know she was squishing her belly and goes look it's all gone all her and then more importantly and this is like long term you know what an a1c is yeah, I think so. Let me say it for your viewers and yourself. So A1C is a measurement of what your blood sugar is doing yeah, for an average of the prior three months. So if you are higher than 5.6, you're borderline diabetic. Six is absolutely diabetic. This woman had come in to me at 7.2. It's so common now that her doctor wasn't even alarmed. And she was full on diabetic. Her doctor wasn't even alarmed. Okay, so she, we did the sugar control program. Remember, we talked about that a little briefly as one of the programs that I do to help rebalance people. Mm -hmm. This is three months post. She's already had two blood tests. She first dropped from 7.2 to 6.4. Right now, as of her last test, six weeks ago, she was 6.2. Wow. She's expecting, she's expecting to be normal by the next checkup. But meet Zach. And she got a job. She was like, you know, she was retired. She goes, oh, now that I have all this energy, I got it. Oh, of course, when you when you do that, you know, you, your energy comes back. So you're no longer feeling like you're 100. You know, you had so much energy I was wasting. I, I got a job. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's amazing. And I Today. love that she was there to share that with your. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. That is a God wink. That is the Holy Spirit presenting just the right circumstance at just the right time. Is that going to produce anything? I don't know. I did my part. I do my duty. God does the rest. I do my duty. God produces the result. Absolutely. It's not, uh, it's not up to me. That's so amazing. I'm so grateful that you're, I'm so grateful that my technical difficulties 
uh, didn't get in the way of this. I was going to just throw in the towel and say, we'll just reschedule. But you know what? I haven't had this podcast in a couple of weeks. I've been very busy with a new job and just new, new things, beautiful things happening in my life that I've kind of put this to the side, but this is me doing the work too, because spirit came to me and said, you, the conduit came in as the name They told me you need to interview people, all different people and tell their story because it's all going to align into this. Like you said, that theme that you recognize, we're all the same. We come from suffering. We find this spiritual moment. We find our Dharma. We start living our Dharma and then the ripple effects start happening. I hear my dog sound like he was going to start barking. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah, mom. (laughs) But yeah, I went through, you know, I went through some trauma and that honestly, I'm grateful to that experience because it helped open me up. And I, this person tried to silence me and I was like, you know, ask Archangel Michael for help. That person exited my life. The idea for the podcast came in. Wow. Yeah. My friend Lauren invited me to do a podcast first. And then I got the idea. Listen, you've been on a spiritual journey for a long time. There are a lot of people that you could speak to about this. And so it's very important that I still do this work, no matter what's going on with my life. Even when the motion picture feels like action packed and too, like too much. I don't have time to do the podcast. Ah, like that's bullshit that's not real. So thank you for showing up and being you and sharing all the things. Um, we're kind of coming to the top of the hour of our, of our hour together. So is there anything else that you feel compelled to share before we kind of close it out? No, I really, uh, first I want to just share that this has been an incredible experience for me. Not only all the synchronicity between us, all the synchronicity of the day, everything that happened, I also mirrored with you because I started my day with a Course in Miracles class before I went to work. And I came straight (laughs) and I went to work and then came straight here and I'm like, okay, I gotta hurry up. I gotta do this. I know. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And then I got your text that you weren't sure. And I said, oh, okay, I'll just relax. And I just relaxed. I'm like, okay, so good. I relax. And, um, the the joy of it for me is that I got the opportunity to be in front of this camera thing and I feel pretty confident that I can do this in the in the event that the Holy Spirit leads me in this direction. So I had a huge lesson for this. A lot of fun to get to know you better. And you got to know me better. And whoever else is knowing us, we love you. We love you. So that's beautiful. Um, I'll have Veronica's contact information linked into the bio on YouTube and Spotify. It is on my to-do list to figure out how to upload. I have so much material from this entire year. Can't believe I've been doing this the whole year. That's great. Um, to upload to Apple Podcasts as well to kind of just delve into that audience. But connect with Veronica. She's amazing. If you feel the call, you know, if you feel that resonance uh, as you've watched or listened, however you're consuming this. But thank you so much, Veronica. I love you. You're amazing. I need to see you soon. I'm here, Lindsay. Y'all. Love you too, sweetheart. And uh, thanks to all the listeners. I am planning on having this going weekly again. It's just been so crazy for me. So we will see how it goes. I'm trying to flow with life as well, but also continue to do uh, my Dharma here. So thank you all so much. I hope you have a beautiful week.
Thank you.